Is it racist to ban immigrants? Hello and welcome to the show. More colourful conversations with Mark and Pete. This is the show dedicated to religion, politics and business. Yes, well, when we look across the world, we have seen much controversy. Now, we've seen in certain parts of the world the issue of immigration. Now, this sparks many, many political issues. But at the same time, it also raises the point about racism. Is it true that it's truly about racism or is it about just simply the clash of cultures, the clash of policies? Maybe it's something else. Now, with me today is Clergyman Pete, a man who engages with many people from all walks of life. So, Clergyman Pete, what's your thoughts about immigration and do you think this is sparked by racism? That immigration problems can be caused by racism in its various forms, can be caused by people's distrust of the unknown, by people's um, uh, insular attitude. They just haven't come across people living like that or looking like that. And uh, when it's in sufficient numbers, they just don't feel happy with people who are different being around. Um, But I don't think that's the fundamental issue. I don't think it is at all. I think that the issues tend to be more uh, cultural and economic. I think that's, ah. that's where we where we need to look to solutions to the problem with people rejecting uh, immigration policies, particularly the ones we've seen recently um, uh, causing such trouble in, uh, particularly Germany, I guess, with over mm. uh, a million uh, immigrants coming in. Some of them being genuine refugees, but most being really um, financial or economic migrants coming into the country um, over the past year. And it's just not, it's it, it's not uh, tenable because you cannot possibly absorb that number of people into mm. the country. You can't do it. And so well, you can't, can't do it and absorb them. You can get them into the country, you can pack them in, but what you're effectively doing is bringing a part of some other countries and dumping them in your country if you think about it, because they're not going to just disperse completely. Um, you're going to get people in clumps. So you're ending up uh, dividing up your country into little ghettos. That's what's, and that's what's ended up happening with, mm. uh, with certain um, groups of immigrants taking over certain areas of Germany. You don't see a complete, um, a complete abandonment of the rule of law. But I have to say, in certain areas... It's getting close, and mm. uh, it, that's the the issue. The issue is cultural integration, and then economic. As I said, most of these people coming in are um, are immigrants coming in in order to better themselves. Now that's all very well in small numbers, in manageable numbers. It's a good thing mm. if they have the skills that the economy required. But there's been no thought or vetting put into who these people are. Well, I'm still talking about Germany. Coming into the country, who are they? Are those skills needed? Do we need that number of people of, of with, with this sort of profession? Or do we um, need some other people? You know, Do we need yes. surgeons or do we need road sweepers? What do we need? There's no thought put into that side of it. And that has nothing to do, whatever, with race. Correct. Now, maybe this could be not so much about a point of racism or immigration. It's about a need for a given country. So if we take Germany, picking up on the example you've given here, many people have said that perhaps there was um, a shortfall of workforce. Uh, 
that was certainly cited well before this uh, influx of people. People felt that there were just not enough people to do or fulfill all the jobs. But to your point, when you bring in immigration into the equation, it's it's in this particular case surely been a, a, an issue of volume um, to the point where uh, now what does Germany do with the people that are there? How do they integrate them into society? I, is it more around just simply how you manage the people um, and just simply accommodate them? Or is it really now that people are turning uh, and starting to use the racist card in this particular case. The reason I say that is that one of the things that we all know and love today is this lovely word called Brexit. Uh, this is where, effectively, um, the people of the United Kingdom chose to move out of the European Union. And, of course, one of the reasons uh, for citing to come out is this... Um, should we say uh, this concern over immigration, too many people going to mainland Britain. And is that really their fear? Is it just is it their fear of new cultures coming in or a different type of culture? Or is it just simply a volume issue? What, what, what would your what's your thought there well, on how it shaped people's opinions and votes? Well, I think that there is um, that there's uh, those two issues that you mentioned come uh, come together in the numbers and the culture, because if there's a small number of people, you can take over time, absorb them into the culture, they learn your ways and they get along. Um, but but on top of that, if there's only a small number of people not fitting in the culture, you don't notice it so much. Mm. You know? Whereas if um, you get a certain number of people, enough people, such that you can have a functioning sort of little area like a block in a city. See, if you've got a few hundred people then suddenly you've got effectively a little enclave, a ghetto, as I called it earlier, where where people can live in a different way and reject the culture around. Now, in Britain, that has happened uh, with different yes. waves of immigration coming in, but it hasn't caused the same problem equally across different um, different mm. nationalities coming in. Let me give you one example. There's there's quite a, a large number of Chinese people uh, living in the area where I live now. There's quite a number of Chinese people. Uh, now there have been no there were no complaints. No one. The the most people will talk about them, which m might be construed as racist, is that people tend to say they're very polite, nice people who work hard. Now that is, I think that that is slightly racist, and that the assumption is that they all do that. Um, but it's not negative racism; it's positive because they're so well regarded, and it's it, it's it depends, you see, on the actual culture or mm. cultural background of the people coming in, and some cultures mix less well with the European culture, and mm. so I don't think it is racist um, that people say, "Oh, well, certain cultures don't fit in," or this new wave of refugees or immigrants don't fit in. It's the culture that they come from and the effect that they have around. And I'm not here talking particularly um, about uh, Islam, for example, which uh, um, does have a, a violent element to it and so is of concern. But it could be it could be a different side of the culture. For example, East European uh, um, uh, immigrants coming in who may be from a, sort of an English background, but they, their culture is so different... Um, possibly because of the the era under communist rule, we don't know. But the, 
the 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 culture is so different that there are clashes with the British way of life, and so it's these are real issues causing real problems in people's real daily lives. They're yes. not racist. They can they're concerns about how immigration works in practice. Yes. Well, let's look at it on a slightly broader scale. So this idea of um, whether you allow certain people to come into a country or maybe not, and whether it is racist or not, is probably something that we're going to explore um, after I read this little poem. And this is called Bags of Room for Changing Customs. When packed off to the USA, I suddenly met a snag. On arrival at the terminal, my guts began to sag. Security marched towards me, which was a huge red flag. Then I felt a great big tug as my body began to drag. Moments of mindless mutterings could be heard as Trump did brag, and I was quickly labelled criminal, which I thought was such a gag. I prayed upon the open floor as the time started to lag, then was swept along with gusto, just like a cleaning rag. Remember, if you've travelled from certain foreign parts, but are rejected like me, a tired old bag, beware Uncle Sam's customs are changing, and tolerance is an unwelcome tag. Now, as we very well know, a certain Mr Trump has started to try and implement certain policies. In his opinion, he believes that having a travel ban on certain people from certain countries is one way of actually stopping terrorism mm. in his mind. Now, of course, this has sparked lots of chaos and also confusion with many citizens throughout the United States and, of course, lots of protests. So, uh, clergyman Pete, I ask you, do you believe that what Trump is doing is right or perhaps like some, you feel he's just gone too far? Well, on this particular policy, we're not, not taking all his yes. policies and just, all his no, behaviour. No, no. Just but on this, this policy alone. Uh, um, because those looking at the back catalogue of our shows will know yes. some of the harsh things I've said about uh, Donald Trump going back to the primaries. But yes. in, in this particular policy, um, I think that there is a problem with it. Um, it this is the executive order that he, he issued um, to ban immigration from seven identified countries uh, for 90 days and for, for Syrian immigrants, um, or Syrian people applying for refugee status um, forever. Well, well, until he rescinds the ban. So there's just a Syrian refugee section to it. Um, uh, I think, and many people have pointed this out, that he doesn't go far enough. Um, I, I think that he should, yes, it's a good idea to put a halt on immigration from those countries in which uh, there's um, not only the, the possibility of uh, uh, refugees actually being committed terrorists, uh, you know, they're coming into America in order to cause problems. There's also the, the large number of them who, you know, having been come from these seven countries, um, I don't know if it's all of them, certainly six of them, um, have been very recently bombed incessantly under the Obama administration and so made lots of enemies there. So even mm. if they don't come in as terrorists, they'll come in with a bad view of the ways the Americans have treated them. And so they might go there and then, you know, develop this uh, antipathy, you know, in, uh, uh, towards America 
to be radicalised is how it's sometimes put. When it's not that the streets are paved with gold and it becomes difficult and they get support from the people of their own faith and you know these things can escalate. And that's what we because that's what we've seen happening. Um, the terrorist atrocities in America that we've seen recently uh, have generally been um, of people who come from not come from these countries or second generation, you know, come from uh, countries uh, on this list um, and have, um, uh, you know, these people coming in will have children. So it may not be them, it may be their children who commit the atrocity. So I think it's an entirely sensible plan, but there are other countries that should be included. Um, it's an entirely sensible plan. Previous presidents have had bans on people coming from different countries. They all have, going back um, to Reagan, uh, every single president uh, has banned people temporarily at certain times. Obama did it several times, uh, and you know, the last president held up as being, uh, wrongly in my view, but held up as being uh, a paragon of, um, of, uh, of virtue when it comes to anti-racism. Uh, he's banned uh, people, he banned people coming from Iraq. Rather arbitrarily, he just suddenly did it very quickly. Uh, wrote his uh, executive order to do it. So, I, I, my only problem with this temporary ban on people from certain countries coming set up by Donald Trump is that it doesn't go far enough. Because mm. it does state that under the U.S. system of checks and balances, that courts can declare laws or acts by the president unconstitutional. So, as yeah. we all yeah. know. Um, his order was um, basically stopped. Um, and it looks like that Trump is not going to relent on this. Um, he's going to persist mm -hmm. with trying to ban people from certain countries. Maybe, to your point, he might even go even further. But I guess the question there have is, been calls is, that it, to go further. is it is it racist? Is it racist? Is that the or is it perhaps something different? Is this card well, of being as some of his critics often uh, have accused him as, as just being pure racist. Well, now, is that true, or is it that people are misinterpreting what he's trying to do? Well, well, look, I think we can see here how it is not only racist, but the courts didn't regard it as racist. Now, the Ninth Circuit uh, Court of Appeal, which it then, which this uh, ban on his ban, you know, his ban was his executive yes. order was stopped. This ban on his bomb ban was a temporary. Um, stopping of his order until it went to the appeals court. Now, this Ninth Circuit of Appeals Court um, uh, covers uh, the area sort of around the edge of the United States, I guess. Um, mm. And it's been known to be rather left-wing. And certainly in this case, it was no surprise that they came up with a decision that was against Trump. But what they mm. wrote was perfectly right. I don't think it was no way it was not it, it was not going to be supported by the appeals court. Because what they did was they referred to his past uh, talk during the election time, or during the primaries, in fact, of talking about having a, having a Muslim ban, which he did say, which was a stupid thing to say. I, it you know, was. Yeah. I said, I refer back and said, you know, I've had criticism before. That's one of the things I thought was stupid to, uh, to have a Muslim ban, which, you know, is, okay, Islam isn't a religion, but that's anti a particular religion and um, that has been argued to be uh, not um, unconstitutional because having a religious test before allowing you allowing you into the country was yeah, is um, is a principle 
But the 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 reason for stopping the um, executive order, which banned these people from certain countries coming in, was did not rest on that. It was mentioned, but that wasn't one of the reasons. They specifically said, uh, if you read the judgment, it specifically says they're not going to use that as the basis for it. The basis that they used for it was that um, that people, citizens of the country, obviously the people coming in aren't citizens, so they don't have rights under the constitution per se. Um, as uh, you know, if you consider they are, they would be able to sue, which uh, mm. if they were if they were harmed by it. So there is some some there's some problem there, which will come into it. The basic reason for stopping it is that it will cause harm to citizens in the country. And the main reason cited was that universities wouldn't be able to bring in the students uh, or professors that they wanted. And, of course, those banned from coming in could sue the the university to say, you offered me this post or this place. And so it was causing harm in that way. They... They were they were caused harm by this because the university wouldn't function properly. Now, some people might say, "Well, that's hardly a great price to pay for you know stopping people from getting blown up." Uh, if you know, if you if you accept Trump's reason for the for the ban, so even the court itself did not say that it was racist. They just said that it will have no. an effect on the hiring policy of universities, etc. So I don't think it is racist. It's recognised as not being racist. The um, the argument of saying something, everything you do that you disagree with is racist is something that seems to have been used by the Democrat, Democrat Party and, and people who we would largely talk about on the left or the socialist side of politics. Everyone else is racist. Uh, everyone who doesn't disagree with me is, is racist, racist, bigot, homophobe. That's it. It, it, it seems to me that it's an ill thought out. It's not even an argument. It's just, well, we've run out of arguments, so we'll just insult. Um, as to why you would want to stop such a um, sensible policy, I have no idea. Hmm. Well, the actual executive order does state that um, what he's trying to implement is that nationals from Iraq, Syria, Iran, Libya, Somalia, Sudan and the Yemen and even those with visas, actually, ironically, are banned from entering the United States. There is also a temporary ban on all refugee admissions. Uh, crucially, the reprioritization of minority religion, interpreted to mean Christian refugee claims, a ban on all Syrian refugees, and a cap overall on total annual refugee admissions to the US of 50,000. Now, I guess the point here is is that he has marked out specific countries. Yes. You could sit here and argue, well, wait a minute, there I can think of many other yeah, countries exactly. that should yeah. also be banned. Yeah. But um, now, we're not party to all sensitive information, um, should we say intelligence information, and yeah. there may be very good reasons why he singled out those particular countries and not others. But I think that probably we've got to say here is um, many people have marked already – in the few weeks of Donald Trump's tenure as United States president of the United States, as being someone who not is just just controversial for his own rhetoric, but he's actually starting to to look like a, a man who is alienating himself uh, because he is perceived now to be racist. Now, I think that to your point that perhaps um, he has made commentary, which you've said that he's already indicated 
Islam and Muslims. He's used these terms uh, it's widely um, publicized uh, through either Twitter or his own speeches. Um, now, the question is, is, is this a man who perhaps is potentially fueling further issues, um, which actually now start to make other people think again? Good example is, is in the United Kingdom, where people are now saying we don't want Donald Trump to come to the United Kingdom. We're certainly not going to give him uh, an opportunity with an audience with the Queen or even come to Parliament, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, apparently a, a very exclusive honour. Yeah. So is he is he actually going about this all in the wrong way? So he has a, an intent to protect the borders of the United States. I don't think anyone would have an issue with that. But is it really now that he his <clears throat> perhaps his um his standpoint is being perceived to be racist because of his dreadful choice of commentary? Well, I, I think the dreadful choice of commentary is is in the past. It's certainly not a recent thing. It's things that he said in order to get yeah. in. Yeah. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see that he's acting in a racist manner with this policy. I don't see him recently saying uh, racist things. Um, I don't see him um, as uh, acting in a belligerent manner. Indeed, um, uh, he has, you know, put these things in place by the executive order. But when the court stopped it, you know, it was allowed to be stopped. Okay, he said he disagreed with the judge and called him a so-called judge. On Twitter, that's hardly yeah. him ignoring the result of the judge's decision. Um, I think that this is very dangerous and very divisive, but it doesn't come from Trump. I think this is it's, it comes from the uh, very much from the Democrat Party in the US. I uh, think it comes from uh, Obama's eight years of divisive race baiting. Uh, what a terrible president he he was in. Uh, in terms of uh, his attitude to race, which uh, put people of different races against each other um, and uh, glorified people who killed policemen and were known to have done so. Um, it, just, uh, that sort of overspill of this being okay to, um, to just um, uh, break people down into their different races instead of looking beyond that, um, that comes, doesn't come from Trump. And it's been put on him because, as I say, there is no argument against what he's doing. You're saying it seems reasonable. But I do, mm. I, I do take issue with one thing that you say. You said, well, no one would have an argument with him uh, protecting the border. But the thing is, yes, no sensible, no sane person would. But it seems like the Democrat Party in the US has gone insane. It seems to be unhinged. Mm. Yes, there are many in there saying we shouldn't protect the borders. In fact, during... When during Obama's uh, time as as president, um, really under his influence, people stopped enforcing the laws against immigrants slipping into the United States. And so, um, when Trump says, "Oh, we're going to start," uh, President Trump rather says, "We're going to start um, stopping too many people coming in." Some people have been uh, deported um, back to Mexico, for example. Now, all he's doing is encouraging people to enforce the existing laws. They were already there. So I see this as a a group of people believing their own rhetoric against Trump in a dangerous manner. They're the ones Mm. stirring up the racial hatred, not Trump. I think there are problems uh, with Trump, his sort of general air of know-nothingness, his uh, his, uh, bullshiness, his, uh, you know... um, 
speaking off the cuff too much when sometimes you need a little bit more thought. But this uh, racist problem, this stirring up racial mm. hatred problem, is coming from the other side of the political debate. Well, there we go. Now then, listeners, what do you think? Do you think Donald Trump is perhaps being um, misrepresented here? Maybe yes. he is not the, the, the person that people often say that he is. Maybe he isn't racist. What do you think? Do you agree with his policy? Or maybe you, you're one of those who are picketing right now uh, to to very much change uh, some of his policies. So why not let us know? Drop us a line. Um, log on to markandpete.com or follow us at Mark and Pete on our Twitter account. And uh, we'd love to sort of hear your views on this subject. Well, this subject is going to rage on more and more. So join us again next time for more colourful conversations with Mark and Pete. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.